said, no man shall pass. Um, <laughs> the clock struck <laughs> 1800 hours. But then she did come on and clarify. She She's like, I don't have the power to do that. You know, I know it's not going to happen, but I'm trying to show you a lot. Like, look at the outrage when I said that. But yet the outrage for protecting women just isn't there. So I'm trying to say, like, what can we do? Like, obviously, I'm not going to say you might say, yeah, I'll forget. I mean... <laughs> keep them in that plus that also it's it's a plaster it's a putting a plaster over a much bigger problem yeah. so. I don't know why I always start with Ola Ola. Why not? <laughs> Welcome, back. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Coco Girls. I am Daria. Hi guys, I'm Nai. How's everyone doing? You can't answer, but hi. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do care about how you're doing this still. We, do. we actually care. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I feel like that's my default answer, no matter what I'm actually feeling. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, I'm actually somebody that, when I ask that question, I actually care about your response. I know, you know, I know. I'm not just asking it for the sake of asking it. It's true. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually been all right, though, <laughs> this week. Um, yeah, it's what it is. Um, yeah, just normal, normal ups and downs of uni. I'm in my penultimate teaching week for term one. So Ooh. things are ramping up, you know, Ooh. just kind of out here, living life on the edge, you know. How's things with you? <laughs> um, things are things. Mm. Things things are things and things are thinging. Yeah. Um, overall, I'm just going to say that I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm trying to focus on the positive. So I want to say I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, same uni's been a bit mad. Um, I've actually finally started doing the thing, you know, like doing the thing, actually. Doing yeah. Um, shout out to my supervisor for getting me motivated again. Um, and yeah, work is. <clears throat> well, <laughs> speaking of work, working, um, I don't know if you heard, but Spain are doing their four day work week trial soon. Oh, yeah, yeah I like this. I'm going to need England to see their age mates. Like, guys, if this happens, which, I mean, I'm not hopeful, but if it happens, can everyone just follow the leader, leader, leader? Because I'm I'm tired. <laughs> I'm actually tired. Like, four days even seems too much, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. I think we need three-day work, um, working weeks, to be honest. Now that I've gone down to three days, I feel like three days is the perfect kind of, it's the perfect amount of time. Yeah, I guess it's just the financial element. Um, but yeah, I'll let the mathematicians figure that one out. But I feel like you can be just as productive in three days as you are in five five days. Like I thought, I don't know. That's... Yeah, that's the argument, isn't it? That's why they're pushing for it. But I don't know how they would... Would they literally just keep the salary the same then? I, I believe you should. If I'm going to be able to do what I do in five days and three days, I think you should keep my salary the same, personally. I, I <laughs> strongly agree, but I just, I've known capitalism to never agree with my morals, so. I mean, it wasn't built for your morals, <laughs> It wasn't built for them. That's interesting about Spain, though, because to be fair, when I when I lived in Spain, 
and I would like teach sometimes I teach people's kids or like teach adults on their lunch breaks because their lunch breaks were like two hours oh anyway. yeah so I was just like siesta life you know what I mean? They really had a better kind of working system where you weren't chained to your desk. But mm. Maybe it depends on the profession, I guess. But one of these women that I was working for, she was like working in local government. And yeah, I don't know. So, but yeah. So yeah, I'm bringing you the news this week. Um, I don't have a lot for you, just a couple things. Maybe I shouldn't say that. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> one thing is just an announcement. It's not really a story as such. Um, here in Britain, where I reside, um, we are set to receive a four-day bank holiday weekend next year for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. So <laughs> <laughs> I would like to request that she skips last week's episode um, and actually does this because I would love a four-day weekend uh, <laughs> based off what I just said as well about working weeks. Um, yeah. Just what I'd say, amazing work, Queen. Uh, <laughs> do let me Wait, know when paperwork's been signed. So, so basically, so so basically, because the Queen is celebrating whatever bomber rascal thing she's celebrating, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't you don't get extra time off work. Yeah. We do. You don't get yeah. extra time off work. However, your tax money while you're off work is still paying for this woman to. to so basically, you're paying for your own holiday. Wait, what? <laughs> it's not that, looking that, great. When you use critical thinking to break it down, you're not going to feel great. So okay. it's best to just think of it as uh, no work. Okay, yeah. I, I hope I hope the sun shines for you for you, man, over there. When you thank you. If it goes ahead, I'm I accept. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so a bit of a um, cheeky story here. Uh, a young girl. Um, she's a student in a university somewhere in England. Anyway, she is 19 years old and she plays the Euro Millions National Lottery, whatever you want to call it, yeah? Oh my God, did she win? Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing at misfortune. So um, she played the same numbers five weeks in a row. Her and her man, yeah? On the sixth week, she played the same numbers again, but there wasn't enough money in her account. Student life. So the transaction didn't actually go through, meaning the ticket was not purchased. Lo and behold. <laughs> no- <laughs> Sorry, wow, that is really even. I'm laughing no. at that. Lo and behold, her number's one. So she called them up to be like, yo, it's me, Rachel. Like, can I have my 182 million pounds? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if that happened to me, you know. So obviously they told her on the phone, like, I'm sorry, babe, like it actually didn't go through. So we actually don't know who you are. Um, so she had to, you know, hang up the phone. And then uh, the National Lottery decided to speak out. So this is their first ever statement in the history of ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, we are aware of Rachel's story and hope she gets in early to buy a ticket for the next big draw. <laughs> no, they're taking a piss. <laughs> they're taking a piss. Can you imagine? Yeah, this is probably what that is. So I just thought I don't even know, like Rachel, um, with peace and love, I'm sending you like girl, I (laughs) no, but what what would you have done though? What would you have done if it was you? you wouldn't be hearing from me. Like I would I would take 182 years to get over this one. (laughs) Like you like that's too much to know that 
I could have had 182 million pounds. Oh, God. Not 1 million, 182. Nah. And all because I didn't transfer money from my Mondo to my HSBC. Nah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing that. You know, your bank didn't even allow you to do unarranged overdraft. Do you know what you I mean? Like, like oh, oh, imagine oh. as well. And then you're thinking, wow, like, wow. 2021 really just... <laughs> Rachel, I'm sorry, you know, like... And the national lottery didn't care. They said sorry. <laughs> I mean, what can they? What can they do for you, though? Like, what can they do for you? Why did they release What's a statement? Just... <laughs> I feel like that was <laughs> no, but that was just taking the piss. They were like, "Be soz, but not soz." Like... Yeah, I feel like the national lottery and the Queen released the same kind of pointless statement. <laughs> like, yeah. who was that for? Anyway, so the only other thing I wanted to touch on. Um, is of a much more serious nature, uh, which is that um, the government want plainclothes police officers to patrol bars and nightclubs to protect women from predatory offenders. This is this is following um, the murder of Sarah Everard, which I'm guessing most of you listening have heard about. Um, have some things to say about this. Have quite a little bit. Um, but I'm gonna keep it try and keep it condensed because obviously we're just sort of giving you like updates. Um the passing of Sarah Everard, if I'm saying her last name correctly, is tragic. It's really sad, like rest in peace. I can't imagine what her family are going through. I saw the um the vigil take place. I think it was in Clapham Common. I know she's from Brixton or she lived in Brixton, sorry, but the mm. vigil itself was in Clapham Common. And obviously the police came to that vigil and they used excessive force and they treated people uh, not very well, let's say, uh, just to put it... They treat black people on a regular. Yep, thank you very much. And um, this has basically sparked uh, the government to also say they they want to double the Safer Streets Fund, they want to um, increase better lighting and increase CCTV in parks and routes that women take on their walks home. All these things, which obviously I think are really good, but it's um, it's difficult as a black woman reading all about this because mm-hmm. you feel like um, the quick response from the government and police is actually mad. Like, you you never really you knew your voice didn't mean anything, but until this white woman was murdered and tragically lost her life, it's now that everyone is seeing police brutality as a problem. But mm-hmm. did it not matter when they were abusing black people? Obviously, the answer is no. But it's it's really hard to to read the updates, read the tweets, um, see what's happening, and just kind of feel a bit uh, fucked up around the situation. But it, I don't want it to seem like I'm taken away from what's happened to her because. In no way at all. You're not, you're not, you're not at all. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to touch on the whole plain clothes officers in bars and nightclubs. Um, <laughs> that's comical. That is laughable to me. First of all, a police officer did this to her. A police officer is responsible for her literally not being on, with us anymore. So don't even try that one. Second of all, no one has ever said, yo, do you know what I wish was in this nightclub right now? A plain clothes fed. That would really like make me feel more at ease. I would feel like, you know, no, that, that's that's never happened. Like, I don't even know who looks to the police as like their safe haven, which is sad, but mm, well, not anymore. Not anymore. Um, they still will though. 
<laughs> but, but yeah, I, I just, I hope that any initiatives that do come from this actually do uh, sort of make sense because don't be putting feds everywhere for no reason. Undercover as well. I mean, I just want to touch on this plainclothes thing. My first experience with plainclothes officers was when I was 17 years old and I mm-hmm. And they, I want to say infiltrated because that's what they did. Well, no, that infiltrated is not the right word. But basically we went to a college that was out of our borough and um, that's how they described us, the outer borough kids, because it was in a predominantly white area. Oh, okay. And um, we, all of the outer borough kids would have to get a certain train to get back to our ends, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. And one evening, that train station always used to get packed because we all knew the train times, whatever, whatever. One time we're coming through we see the train coming on the platform. So obviously all of us start running mm-hmm. and then there were like maybe five or six white guys, like whatever, just like, I don't know, any other civilians. Mm-hmm. And then next thing I know, my brethren's getting draped, stuck by his throat, pushed underneath the CCTV camera. How convenient. And like, obviously all me and my brethren are like, like what the f- are you doing? Like, and they're just like, it's police, it's police, it's police. And anyway, a whole madness ensued. Like it was in the paper, whatever, whatever. But that's just to say that plainclothes officers, they're probably more dangerous than, than the uniform ones, to be quite honest. So it, I, I wouldn't feel safe. I don't know how any black person or will feel <coughs> safe. Like, so they take so many more, all you, man. They take so many more liberties because exactly. they're not in uniform and they already take liberties anyway. Um, I don't also I don't know how it works, but um you know what? It, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter the ins and outs of it. I feel uncomfortable from what I can see. People don't seem happy with this at all. But yeah, man, I, I feel like as well, um, people have been posting more about black women who have been either killed or missing. So that's yeah. been something that's raised a bit of awareness. Um, but I don't really know if it's doing anything because every name that I saw, I already knew about. Um, so yeah, I, I just... If you feel a bit like your voice has been muted or, oh my God, I nearly said silenced, like Oprah did. Oh my God, it's not the time. It's not the time. <laughs> no, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Wait. Sometimes, listen, sometimes. No, yeah, if you don't laugh, you'll cry, innit? Like, exactly. What, what else are you going to do? We just got to carry on. Just just keep on going. Um, <laughs> Some political <laughs> woman came on TV. I don't know who she was. I'm sorry. Um... I couldn't tell you. I have too many tabs, too many save posts. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I basically, <laughs> but basically, she came on TV and she said that um, the vigil at uh, Clapham Common should not have been policed so hor- horrifically the way that it was. Um, this is a very sensitive issue, unlike BLM. And everyone was like, "I hate." Oh, sorry, my blood just started boiling. Sorry to cut you. Sorry. No, it's cool. It was like who. Who told you to just like what in your spirit told you to make comparisons? <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here. I hate it. I hate it here. Just via uh, yeah. all kind of vile scenes for her to be saying that. But yeah, that I, I literally only had a couple of things I want to touch on. That's the end of the news from me. If there's anything you wanted to add that you've seen, feel free. Thank you for sharing the news. I um, yeah, rest in peace, Sarah Everett. Mm. Um, it's just. Um, I love how 
quick and efficiently white women move and also don't mm-hmm. if you're listening to this and you're one of these white women that are putting hashtag say her name you lot can go suck your mums yeah and do you know why you can suck your mums because you're caught in a hashtag that was made for black women black women whose names were never mentioned when they were murdered so you lot can fuck yourselves find yourself your own fucking hashtag that's, that's why we needed the hashtag because exactly i <laughs> Rightly so, Sarah Everard's name and photo was everywhere. Like I said, I- everywhere. Literally, just, as soon as she went missing, everybody knew her name. I don't even live in the UK. I don't read the news and I knew her yep, name. Exactly. But I did not see other names such as Joy Morgan as much. Um, you know, Blessing, he went missing in Sussex. Like, they're, they're saying it, it was under non-suspicious circumstances now and that um, she drowned and that her slippers were like in... Uh, found in a neat pile on the beach and listen i'm not what's it called a detective, detective. I, I, I don't know what happened but something's not adding up because she, apparently she's on the phone to her man saying um stay on the phone with me so i don't know like but i don't i just don't feel and i know that it is the truth that black women are not treated the same when it comes to these kind of stories so yeah there's nothing else i can say on that it is what it is I hate that we have to summarize by saying it is what it is, you know. Yeah. It's, if you if you want to feel safer, you can order from like Amazon those little kits. Um, I forgot what they're called. Self defense kits. Google them. You'll see what they have on them. Um, there's so many TikToks going around and like uh, uh, things on Twitter about how to hold your keys if you want to use it as a weapon. Like, I feel like me personally, um, these aren't necessarily my tactics, but I'm just saying go on the socials if you want to on the socials thank you for listening <laughs> thank you for presenting after <laughs> the news so i was just thinking about all these uh, sorry just to go back into that topic about thinking about all these like um safety tactics and stuff and i also in my head i'm just thinking sometimes it, those things are just shoot out anyway i've been followed home followed home i've been followed twice mm-hmm. in my life <clears throat> once was here actually oh, two weeks ago actually some guy was following me in his car Anyway, um, and anyway, I, I don't even know if these things make you feel safe, but um, if they make you feel, safe, then... I think it it makes us um, women feel like we're in we're in it together, and there's a sense of solidarity when when we hear that someone else was followed or someone jumped out in front of somebody else. But it doesn't make us um, feel any better in terms of like what to do about it. I saw. Yeah. Um, some MP was saying we should have a um, a curfew for all men from six pm. I. She said no man shall pass. Um, the clock <laughs> struck eighteen hundred hours. But then she did come on and clarify. She's like, I don't have the power to do that. You know, I know it's not going to happen. But I'm trying to show you lot. Like, look at the outrage when I said that. But yet the outrage for protecting women just isn't there. So I'm trying to say, like, what can we do? Like, obviously, I'm not going to say you might say, yeah, I was forget. I mean, <laughs> keep them in that plus. Also, it's, it's a plaster. It's putting a plaster over a much bigger problem. Yeah. Like, so. I think um, I was I was getting angry at all the not all men comments. I don't know if you like saw the. Oh, uh, I, I can't. I can't engage because I yeah. shut down inside. I think. Um, you know, not all men and 
all lives matter are very much part of the same family. Um, we know all men aren't rapists. We know all men aren't predators. We know all men aren't sexual offenders. Like no one is out here. Who is who is saying that? Yeah. The point is, we don't know which one of you is about to do something mad. We don't know because it's no, not written across exactly. your forehead. So exactly. we have to move with precaution, safety, um, and that kind of thing. So if you are offended talk to your mom like i don't know what to tell you like <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you <laughs> like it's got nothing to do with me um and the men that are saying like what can we do to make women feel safer um some of you i appreciate because you're genuinely asking and you do feel clueless some of you are being sarcastic and i see you i see you so get out mm. down um and white women that i've seen saying that um <laughs> They didn't know how bad things were until Sarah Everard and they didn't know about certain issues of police brutality and all of this. I'm thinking, I I want to congratulate the honesty, but I'm like, at some point you have to seek out your own news and want to hear these things because we were screaming it. We were screaming it mid, mid pandemonium. We were screaming it at Trafalgar Square so I don't know girl <laughs> I don't know what to tell you sometimes yeah. man I really think like I would love to be a white woman you know I, I mean the, the freeness with which you just you can just be so ignorant it's just it's just it's amazing I would I would love it like oh my gosh what it's just the things you can get away with saying doing I mean iconic I'd live my best <laughs> live my best Tresemme life do you get me like what like anyway i mean we're gonna end up talking about like in my segment today we're probably we're gonna end up talking about white women again unfortunately but hey ho boom (laughs) whatever such is life um let's go so today yeah yeah we're gonna talk about um plastic surgery also known as cosmetic surgery um this topic might I don't feel like it's going to get personal, but like I'm going to ask you a few bits, you know, to oh. like share your thoughts on plastic surgery a bit. But I'm, I'm going to start with a few stats. So my stats are coming from the British Association of Aesthetic Plastic Surgeons. Um, yeah, these stats are from 2019 to 2020. So between 2019... I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel like this is our vibe. I have to say one thing. Do you know what it is to be a surgeon, bro? <laughs> like... That shit is I mean, wild. I was thinking money. I was thinking money, but... <laughs> like, first of all, your wallet. Congratulations. Second of mm-hmm. all, like, you're actually cutting people open. And, like, yes. you're, you're actually, like, not just seeing blood. You're, 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 like, opening up and, like, knowing what to do and, like, referring to your textbook <laughs> in your head. Like, honestly, like, congrats. congrats. Props to you. Props to you. Do you know what yes, I mean? Well, no. But, yeah. It is. It's mad. It's wild. <laughs> As you were. Um, so there was a fall in cosmetic surgery as expected between 2019 and 2020 there's a pandemic like who was really going to get their te or their batty done i don't know no <laughs> don't know actually though i'm surprised because i did see that many people took the pandemic as an opportunity to like recover from surgeries so mm-hmm. that is interesting because i saw bare people on ig being like ladies now's a good time to get your bbl because you know you can just re- <laughs> you can just re-emerge post-quarantine looking like a <laughs> and i was like okay <laughs> i mean or dead 
<laughs> that's the reality <laughs> we'll get into that we will get into that all right so um there were 21,174 cosmetic surgeries in the uk this is like stats for both men and women um and it was down 24 percent so women had um 92 of all cosmetic procedures in 2020 and this these stats are specifically for the uk um which is down 24 percent for 2019 the top five surgeries for women are all right do you have some guesses what do you think is in the top five i would Tell love me. to guess i would love to guess okay so um bbl right it's not in the top five you know is it because people go out of uk to get it done yeah probably yes yeah. um, on, on. the breast is breasticles the breast is mm-hmm. yeah yeah that is so number one and I'll let you guess some more, but I'll tell you the, the first ones because you've guessed. So breast augmentation, bigger titty them. That mm-hmm. was number one, yeah? Um, just over four and a half thousand people. And then the second was breast reduction. Mm. Um, so about three, just over three thousand people. Okay, so you've got three, three more to guess. Um, I want to say rhinoplasty, is that a nose job? Oh, yes! Yeah. That's number four. Number five, so about one, just over um, 1,500 people, women, women mm. um, had rhinoplasty. So Two more. Would would lip injections count here or is that more cosmetic? Is that not counted as like... This is not counted in like the surgeries, like as in actually going on. Lipo. Uh, Lipo is not actually right. top five, you know? Why don't you tell me then, Miss Surgery? All right, so... <laughs> So number three was, I cannot pronounce it, blepharoplasty, okay. which is, do you know what that is? No. Because I didn't. I had to do a quick Google. It's eye, eyelid surgery. Oh, is that for people that want to have uh, more lid space? Yeah, basically. Okay. Right. And then number four was tummy tuck. So not lipo, mm. it was a tummy tuck. Mm. I, I didn't even think people were still out here doing tummy oh, tucks. Oh, they are. Know, the, but... the tuck in the tummies. Mm-hmm. Um, and just for quick info, I'll just tell you, run through the top five for men. So number one for men was rhinoplasty. So these men are out here getting their nose done. Can I just say, I, I bet one has to be um, a chest reduction. So mm. I'll run through the list. But, okay, um, go, go, go. Eyelid surgery, eyelid surgery was number two for men. Mm. And then ear correction was number three. A what? <laughs> Ot- otoplasty. Okay. Yeah, I found that, I found that quite interesting. Number four was breast reduction. Yeah. I was like, rock. Okay. No, I didn't believe that. And um, number five was lipo mm. for men. Um, just to throw in like disclaimer, it was couldn't get stats on Jamaica really or Guyana. Very difficult. Um, but I did come across an article in the Gleaner from 2019 on some like info about Jamaica and plastic surgery. So, and the top three surgeries in Jamaica from 2019 were liposuction bbls were number two mm. and breast augmentation breast reductions were number three wow so given all those stats and stuff um i want to ask you personally have you ever thought about cosmetic surgery like what are your what are your thoughts yeah feelings so when i was younger and the breast assist were still developing um i was like oh wouldn't it be convenient to just get them done just get them done i was i was a teen um presently no thank you i don't want nothing done obviously never say never you know people say oh, good as gal. <laughs> they need nothing nothing at all 
that good, you know. But people people say, you know, never say never because, hey, after you have children, some people have, like, you know, crippling depression where they're like, oh, my God, like, I need to, like, do something. So I, I'm not saying never, but at the moment, I could never see myself getting anything done. And when it came to the breast assist as well, yeah, the more I looked into it, I was like, these don't last um, as long as I thought they did. You know me, my yeah. research. I was like the the explosions, mm. the rupturing, the, <laughs> the explosion. <laughs> yeah, you always go to the extreme cases. cases. The possibility that I couldn't breastfeed if I ever was to have children. Yeah. Please see episode four. Um, it's just <laughs> like I was like, do you know what? It's actually too much hassle. So, but yeah, I did consider that when I was a teenager. What about you? Um, yeah, I wanted to get my tits done. I had like. Yeah, it was horrible secondary school because I was known for my big chest. Like, mm. I was actually known for the size of my chest and it oh, made me feel gosh. really, like, <laughs> subconscious. Like, I hated it. I used to wear mad baggy track suits. You know, you'd be yeah. on the road and the yardy men are calling to you, like, you're some big woman and oh, you're, like, 50. And then I I lost a lot of weight when I was younger and then my teeth kind of weren't sitting where they were sitting. So I was like, oh, mm. I'm going to get a breast lift. And then I was just like, yeah, no. <laughs> no. You were like, when you, when you realise how, yeah exactly I just feel I feel like my last birthday was a real kind of revelation for me kind of epiphany moment where I was just like yo this is the body you got be like it ain't going nowhere just accept it like what do you, you can't say to people who say mm. yeah but if you had the peas though would you do it no I wouldn't do it if I had the peas because if I go under the knife and I die and I elected to do that surgery that like then what like that I'm just <sighs> For me, and I also want to make sure that I, any, when I think about my beauty and my and my, myself, mm-hmm. I don't want it to have to be something that I've, I've had to quote unquote fix. Like I yeah. don't want that to be my kind of path into self-love, if that makes sense. And I, and I yeah. get that that's for me personally, I'm not talking about anybody else, but for me personally, I don't, I don't want to have to have, feel that I need surgery in order to feel better about myself. I want to love myself as I am. Whether yeah. I put on weight, whether I lose weight, like whatever body shape my body turns into, if I have kids and this happens or that happens, I still want to be like, I love it. I love all of it. Yeah. Do you get me? I think what's interesting is people say that when you get um, work done as well, it doesn't really solve the psychological issue that you might be facing yeah. with that body part. But then people that get the surgery are like, that's not true. I had an issue. I solved it. I'm actually fine. So <laughs> I guess it's a case by case thing in it. Like, I <clears throat> I think that there are so there are so many flat chested small EB committee girls I used to follow on IG yeah who were always mm-hmm. talking about how they love their body God made them this way um, I love my small titties like it is what it is and then two twos they're like Tia and Tamara and I'm like but <laughs> like <laughs> what happened because I think it's wrong to say that you I don't know I've heard this people say I loved my body. I love my body so much that I did what I wanted to do. That like I don't get the whole thing of loving your body. I don't get, get that surgery, but it's not for me to get. By the way, like I understand, it's yeah. not. I'm not here to understand people's reasons for getting plastic surgery, but it's hella terrifying to me personally. Mm. Um, and yeah, no thanks. But I mean. The more girls that have small boobs that get their boobs done, I'm just like, oh man, like, cause now your daughter's gonna see you with your tits done, and is she gonna get her tits done because, or she's gonna feel like she has to because her mum did? I don't know. It, it gets a bit, it gets a bit crazy. And it, it's not even just 
like the reflections that you have like within your media circle that beauty standards anyway are just so fucked especially as black women um the beauty the beauty standards of you know and I still and even with this whole new Instagram shit this having a bad b body and all of this stuff you know like you gotta have a flat belly a big ass big tits that all all of this stuff yeah I just feel like personally you you can't look to anybody else to um like model your body off of anybody else's I think what you got is what you got to add on to that as well that's in fashion right now yeah small ways big exactly big breasts but that wasn't always the, the quote-unquote fashion. Don't get me wrong, like, I don't remember black men ever saying they wanted a flat bum. I don't remember that happening. Like, I don't remember I don't remember people saying, like, oh, I mean, yeah. they were, they've been being with white women, though. <laughs> this is true, but it, it kind of... I feel like that is more about um, some black men thinking that white women are their ticket to, like, you know other affluence upper echelon like they've made it you know and they'll take a big mm. batty or a small batty wherever she's got because you know but do you remember that meme going around a few years ago when some white girl had like a, a big bum or like a bigger bum i should say and everyone was like oh look now they can take take all our men and i was like what's happening <laughs> like not every black this is the thing as well yeah not every black girl has a juicy bum not every thank white you girl... thank you for speaking to me and my peoples out there Ugh. Oh, okay. Actually, I need you to stop actually, though, because I've actually seen Wait, your jiggle. What? I've actually seen your jiggle, so I actually need you to relax. Listen, guys, I've seen her in corporate attire and I've seen the jiggle, so I need her to stop. But my statement still stands. <laughs> thanks for thanks for gassing me up, though. Still, like, I mean, if you see a booty, then maybe I can see it too one day. Yeah. But what I will say is, I, I hate this thing where, because do you know um, uh, Nella Rose? Um, she's like a YouTuber yeah. yeah yeah so she was saying that uh she doesn't have the ideal black woman figure like of what your body is mm-hmm. supposed to look like for a black woman and I'm doing air quotes for anyone who can't tell <laughs> I was I was literally just about to say that because I was like they can't see you B. they can't see you <laughs> because like um these are her own words I'm paraphrasing because I didn't memorize her speech but basically she has like um more of like a, a straight figure like her bum does her hips don't go out and her bum like goes in more or less not doesn't come mm. out and she's a black woman she is yeah. <laughs> living proof that black women have different body types uh, it's very damaging for black people to run around saying that we have this like uh body type which okay maybe on a paper more of us do than don't but for the ones mm. that don't what are you doing to their mental health to be like oh well how comes i don't look like that do you know what i mean like it's just like you said so yeah this mm, yeah yeah no, sorry, go on. No, I was just saying, like you said, like you can't model yourself off what others are doing or what you're supposed to do for your race. So can we just be black and have whatever booty size you have? That'd be great. Thanks. Um, you know what? I'm in total um, agreement with you. Um, so there is a... I was listening to a Guardian podcast about BBLs, actually, the other day. Mm-hmm. And um, Dr. Alicia Gaines, she's a professor of English at, at Florida State University. I can't remember what her book is called, but I'll put in the show notes, or whatever. Um, but she was talking about, you know, how we've got the, this this stereotype, which which I'm going to talk about a white woman who I cannot stand. Absolutely, the test who makes me want to vomit in my mouth, Kim Kardashian. Ooh. No longer West, <laughs> apparently. Oh yeah. Um, 
who's basically made and she uh, dr dr Gaines, she basically talks about how she's made um a caricature of a black woman's body mm-hmm. and then profited from it popular popularized it and then sold it back to black women mm-hmm. and what makes me so angry is that you know sarah sarah bartman 1810 the british took her from south africa had her exhibited mm-hmm. all over europe you know people used to um spit at her poke her like just madness this this idea of like this objectifying of black women's bodies like you were saying before not all black women look like that this whole culture of bbls and um black women especially feeling a pressure to have a larger bum because because they don't they're not fitting this fucking stereotype or this this caricature this image that you guys have made that all black women should have and then mm. putting their lives at risk and when you look at the stats yeah the 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 baap which was what i mentioned earlier the british association of plastic surgeons yeah they have told their surgeons not to perform the surgery they've warned against it because one i think it's one in three thousand people experience like serious complications um the bbr yeah 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 with the bbr um, and most of it's because when they're injecting the so obviously in the bbr they take the fat from one part of your body and then inject it into your bum the thing mm. is that they're, they're injecting fat in blind so they, if they inject it into your veins you can get um a blood clot and that's how a lot of people are dying oh <laughs> mm, okay carry on i'll comment after <clears throat> but yeah it's it's fastly becoming one of the world's most dangerous um surgeries um i'm sure a lot of people like listening have seen youtubers talking about like their botched bbls even worse is that a lot of them are going abroad so like the mm. you know different countries have different like mexico um, turkey turkey is one of the most popular belgium was actually the second most popular place where people yeah and i was quite shocked at that as well that too. people are coming to to get the surgery um, obviously because it's cheaper that's why a lot of them are, are doing it there are some um, surgeons within the UK who are doing the surgery but they're only allowed to do like a certain amount of CCs they're allowed to like re-inject into your bum whereas like Turkey has no limit like you can just do what the fuck you want um, yeah people are putting their lives at risk for this this fucking image that's going to go out of fashion soon most likely honestly um, uh, like okay I'm going to touch on a few things you said so um Kim Kardashian yeah she yes, um right. posts all kind of videos makeup videos fashion videos fashion like whatever and on her makeup videos she has like video filters or she will have makeup on before she puts on her own makeup brand like to market it Lol. so it's like I don't know who's watching this thinking that this woman is um a vessel of truth or someone to look up to i i don't know but her body is a no from me for her to go and inject herself like that and then try and walk around as if that's like a standard we're all aspiring to is insulting so many people are aspiring to it though and that's the sad thing i remain insulted (laughs) <laughs> as, you should, as you fucking should but yeah and um, her husband got lipo because of like bullying and her family and shit like wasn't it like not just her family obviously like the media people online were saying like you know how he was looking was not great and obviously the wedding was coming up so he got lipo um so that he wouldn't be bullied 
and any further that in itself is sad like yeah I, I also feel like um people that get plastic surgery or cosmetic surgery and then like they take sponsorships from waist trainer companies what are you doing oh it's so it's it's really really rude and also why are you taking me for such an idiot yeah like, why and not, but also mm-hmm. not just waist trainer as well but um the the tea that lemon tea yeah tea. <laughs> you're rude you're rude i feel bad for because i'm so glad that i didn't grow up in this generation where like instagram was an actual thing from when i was born it existed because i feel for this younger generation that are coming up especially young black girls who are coming up and seeing these images and being shown them all the time that this is what quote unquote they're supposed to look like mm. and like, being sold this false image because it's false like you're saying my my girl uses fucking filters and all this shit and then you're yeah. trying to sell me a waist trainer telling me that my waist is going to look like yours if I wear this fucking product that I spend 39.99 dollars on stop like, fuck off I wish people knew more about video filters because um on YouTube as well there's so many people that use them and it, like it's not bad but it's just um if you're a, an impressionable viewer watching, then you don't know the realities of like textured skin or mm. like, and it's, it's just a bit of a, a bit of a mind fuck for the little ones. But what I did want to talk about with plastic surgery is that mm-hmm. um, I wanted to talk about temporary cosmetic surgery. So like fillers and that, because I think that's a really mm. interesting topic because obviously lip filler is the main one that people tend to talk about. Um, I, you know, it's mainly women from the Caucasus Mountains I see doing it, but I have seen um, black women getting their lips done, like on Instagram, to like even out the lip shape. Um, Sorry. I've seen it happen. So injections that I see happening uh, for, with filler are like jawline, cheek, um, your jawline, yeah, your chin, um, and like your, you can get neck lipo. That's obviously not an injection, but I'm just saying. And you can do like nose filler. Neck lipo. Yeah, listen, when people get their jaw injected, again, it's still temporary, yeah, but it you literally change the shape of your jaw. You can have a pointy jaw, a chiseled jaw, make your face more heart-shaped, more oval, like, it's this mad. Scary. Sorry, I'm frowning so hard that my forehead is hurting me. Oh, God. It is, <laughs> it is scary, but I think it's better to experiment with temporary procedures like that than uh, permanent ones, I would say. Just because obviously, like, you know, it's reversible. You can dissolve the filler, allegedly. <laughs> I've allegedly added, <laughs> um, allegedly. I'd, have you ever thought about even, like, temporary stuff like that? Because for me personally, I'm just, well, I'm lucky. I'm blessed with beautiful, thick lips. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't come from the Caucasus Mountains. So <laughs> I was blessed, but, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess... I, I don't know I've never considered that. getting any kind of filler anywhere um I think first of all me go and get a needle in my cheek <laughs> are you oh, all yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening I watched um a girl on YouTube uh, um Maria Musa she's a, a um she she's a dark skin YouTube girl that does makeup tutorials yeah she is sorry i say dark skins specifically because i feel like they're rare so she um got like a lot of work done on her face and she showed like she made a vlog of like them injecting under her eye 
And the way I was wincing and nobody was touching my eye. Do you understand? <laughs> like, but yeah, she's reversed most of it. And she said like, um, it was it, it was fun while it lasted, but like I'm over it. Um, my pain oh, wow. threshold is no. a no, like, no. And also, I don't oh, even yeah. know. I, I think I'd be too concerned, like you were saying, on the journey of self-love. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I want it to be because I look in the mirror and I'm happy, but not because I had to go and put on like a gown with, you know, the back missing and then lie down and then, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like... It, for me, um, and this is coming from somebody who has struggled with their like self image, body image mm. for literally my whole life. Um, I'm with you. I can't, I want, I want the, I want to look at my body and love it because it was made this way. Yeah. And that, and that's it. Like, full stop. I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say. I do have to say. I feel like being someone that's never been um, like. I basically saw one girl on YouTube saying, "Yeah, it's all fine for certain girls to sit there being like, you never get any work done because you've never been bullied for like the way you look. You've never gone through certain things that this girl had gone through." And I'm like fairly petite. I can't buy petite clothes though because they're made for white petite. But like I'm petite, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. They don't know um, about black girl never... petite. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've never Second been. Uh, I've never been overweight. <laughs> So I just feel like I, it is true that I have like a certain privilege there. I've never had to be like, oh no, like I, you know, everyone else makes me feel horrible for my body type based off just like their comments. Obviously, like Mm. I still have the same access to social media, magazines as Mm. everyone else does, but still it sounds like a terrible path to embark on. It it Mm. sounds like it would do more harm than good but evidently not because the business is booming <laughs> like i mean the, the, the surgery the industry is booming. booming i mean yeah. people's insecurities are, are booming and to touch on that so i was when i was like reading stuff about plastic surgery because to be honest even though i wanted to i previously wanted to get like a boob job or whatever i, I researched into but i didn't go that deep but i was looking at um dr Eva Pitang- Pitangi, I think I'm saying his name right, a Brazilian, like he's known as like the godfather of plastic surgery, yeah. Hmm. Um, his, he, he has a famous quote and he says, yeah, the most important thing is to have a good ego and then you don't need an operation. I mean, this is coming from a man who made like millions, like enough money to buy his own private island off the coast of Brazil. But <laughs> I <Wow>. think, <laughs> if he saw nice face and I was like, wow, maybe is he I looking will be for... a the surgeon now. Is he's he dead, for... he's dead, he's dead. Okay. He's dead. He's, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not gonna see that, that was really in a head thinking, uh, maybe I could find him. Like, oh my gosh. Um, but I think I I really do think like, do you think that beauty is in the back eye of the beholder? A hundred and ten percent. Of course it is. And the most important person that you must look beautiful for is yourself, because um, that's um, come on, man. like. Hallelujah. And I know it's much easier said than done, obviously. That's why it's called a self-love journey. It's not called the bus stop or the car. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's 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 difficult. Do you understand? Like, it's worse than TFL. Trust me, I'm, I'm here. But it's, yeah. we have to do it. <laughs> like, mm. we have to go. 
But yeah, I know it's also in the eye of the beholder because some people will be saying things like so-and-so is good looking and I'm like, where? So obviously, yeah, eye of the beholder. Do you think that, um, because this this Brazilian doctor, um, Piganui, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Um, also, I'm very tired. But um, do you think that he he opened like public surgery, so allowing like poorer people to have access to like cosmetic surgery? Do you think that is something that the NHS should offer? And I'm not talking here about let me be specific. I'm not talking about um, cosmetic surgery, for example, for women who've had mastectomies because that's like more like reconstructive surgery or people born with like cleft lips that they have yeah. corrected, quote unquote. I say this in quotations, corrected. Um, or like burned victims and stuff. Um, do you, but do you think that, for example, if I wanted to get my tits done, I should be able to get on the NHS? Do you, what do you think? No, um, I don't. <laughs> However, you have brought me onto something I'm very passionate about. Ooh, Dental okay. um, care. I've had enough of implants, like dental <laughs> implants and other things like that, not being part of... NHS as in like why do you know how much it, it costs to get like certain get work on your teeth done just get pregnant <laughs> please see episode four so <laughs> that should be on the list don't be telling people who like do you know what it is yeah English people having shit teeth as a stereotype has to go away now. Like, I'm actually bored. Like, it can't be, like, our teeth are all yellow and rotting and falling out. It's so embarrassing. Our, they're not talking about us, though. They were never talking about us. <laughs> hey, 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 I know, hey, I, know I know, I know, I <laughs> know. Like, I know hey, this. Um, and obviously, like, um, you know, even if the teeth... <laughs> it's dazzling it's decoration i'm just sick of like obviously being born in this country us being labeled as having shit teeth i'm just sick of it like it's so annoying like that should be part of um whatever free 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 um so dental dental care should be free so that people can not be walking around with their janky teeth yeah and I, th- I think there should be like a limit do you know what i mean like okay so you ate all the sherbet do you know what i mean like i don't have time like <laughs> this, this is getting outrageous brush your teeth just brush your teeth <laughs> like brush your teeth floss mouthwash like you're i don't yeah it's, it's yeah. quite simple the dentist will tell you it's quite simple if you're going to eat all that madness all you got to do is mm-hmm. brush your teeth lady lachelle said it brush on the teeth yeah i mean it depends how far you go the thing about uh, breast augmentation or them kind of things there being on NHS, um, for safety reasons, it would be great because then people wouldn't be flying out to wherever to get cheaper alternatives. But, mm. you know, the way the government can't even at the moment seem to <laughs> designate Fund funding. the NHS. You know what I mean? Like I'm, <laughs> which isn't... It's not a helpful answer because it shouldn't be like that anyway. But it's like, I can't be paying for Susan's boob job. It's not. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry, Susie. Like, I'm, Susan. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know, girl. Like, I don't know. But it's, you know, it's, it'll be interesting to know 
Mm-hmm. When people say things like, oh, I'm getting this surgery, not because of anyone else's comments, not because of society, not because of like what anyone else has said ever. It's just because of me. And I'm like, okay, but if you lived on an island with no mirrors and never saw another human soul ever in your life, like, would you get a boob job? Like, what do you mean? Like, I, what we do say is though, <laughs> what we do say is both of us, well, I don't know if you do, but whatever you want to do, like, do it. Like, Oh, I'm fully, like, if you, fam, if you want to inject fucking fat in your batty, I don't know, wherever else mm-hmm. you want to put it, take it out, whatever, you want your titty done, you want your uh, your belly done, your ears done, your eyes Take it from your done. eyebrow, put it in your knee, like, whatever you want to do, like, if you like it, I love it. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> whatever you want to do. But, but on a um, personal note, it's no thanks. not the way and maybe don't lie to your impressionable followers about it. That's the, my only, yeah, my only take. Um, yeah, and I think when once people realize that genetics play, I want to say a larger role than like exercise and diet in your body type, people will be a lot happier um, because you can, you know, do your cardio uh, and your um, lunges. Can you tell I don't go gym? You can do whatever you want to do, yeah. <laughs> and you might not have the body. They don't need to go gym. You get me? They, they don't need hey. to go gym. I need to go gym. Metabolism is slow. Everyone, everyone should go gym to even maintain healthiness and fitness. Like I, I'm that person. Like, I want to be able to be fit. Do you understand? So like I do, listen during quarantine. Catch me walking. Do you know what I mean? Catch me up and down. Well, yeah. I was gonna say so, walking. <laughs> <laughs> I've been walking. I walked the other day. Wait, what? The other day. Where yeah, you yeah, walked yeah. I walked down to the canal in my house. Um, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, the, hey, the let's yeah. still be. What? Thank you, thank you, thank you. The thing <laughs> is, once once you get to where you're walking to, you have to walk back. So, like, when you're walking, <laughs> always be thinking, like, don't be thinking, oh, like this is my walk half the walk in your head already because you have to come back like it's actually annoying i just want to um add a couple things to what you're saying before we like wrap up um i feel like the the whole um the focusing on aesthetically what you look like as opposed to like um your intern like internally how healthy you are needs to fucking stop like yeah there needs to be more of a focus on like not just exercising because you want your body to look like this because that shit mm-hmm. shit fades in it like you, you might not look like that and no matter how much you take of your body it might not be the same way there needs to be just a focus on like I exercise because it's a, a means for, a way for me to look after my body just in general the and same you way feel you kinda... good you know exactly I just that's one thing I just wanted to say but to, to, to round up and thanks for engaging in this lovely conversation with me just just one, um, one more point if if i may um, also this whole idea that you have to be a certain weight to be healthy listen oh yeah throw it in a bin i'm Jeez. not a doctor definitely not a surgeon do you know what i mean i i don't know <laughs> obviously you do encounter certain health problems if you're like morbidly obese okay but if you're, um, you know, considered a quote-unquote normal weight, you can also encounter problems. So it's like someone being smaller doesn't mean they're healthier than someone exactly. who is bigger and may not have any heart problems or whatever else. So I think just 
like stay respectful, stay in your lane. I hope I've been respectful when expressing my opinion because I don't, well, if I'm talking about black women getting surgery, like I have respect for it because do whatever you need to do that you think will help your mental health. But Damn, especially like, in this society with these fucking dumb beauty standards, I'm tired. And also it's like, if I think that my self-love journey looks a certain way and yours looks different, I respect it. Like, that- that's okay. Just, yeah, I won't repeat myself, but just throw the waste trainer away. If you have time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if, if you can. I, I just... B, I just ordered one. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm trying to cry. The most shit. The most shit. I, I've got better things to spend forty pound on. To be quite honest, like literally you know anything mean? else. Anyway, <clears throat> what do you love most about your body? Okay. So I often go to my eyes because I feel like you know window to the soul. Eyes, eyes, eyes. However, I think my best feature on my body, apart from my face, could be my booty. That's right! <laughs> <laughs> so where do we go from here? <laughs> but yeah, I like it. I, I do like it. Um, she's juicy. She's perky. Uh, we get on like a house on fire, to be honest. So um, yeah, that's what it is. What about you, babe? <laughs> Um, <laughs> if you see how bad it's looking at me, like, bitch, you better say something. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, I like, I like my titties in it. Like, I'm lucky I got, I got titties in it. I'm even extra happy you said that because you mentioned earlier the journey, like you've been through with them. So it's like to say you love them, that's that's meaningful. Yeah. I, no, sometimes it just, yeah, I look at them and I'm like. Hey, especially you know when you got period titties and your titties are just like bow. Yeah. Listen, that's me right now, fam. Right now. <laughs> hey, them. Listen, them period titties. I call them trapper nigger titties. Yeah. Ooh. Come on, come get please. Oh gosh. Um. You know I'm what? stealing this question from. Oh god. Wait. Before we move on, yeah, because when I first answered the question, I mentioned my eyes, yeah. Do we want to talk about um, colour contact today? Or... Okay, go to... <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> if you are a black woman and you have colour contact, I am terrified, I am scared, okay? Now, I understand that, again, it's something temporary. And you know me, I love when people do things that are temporary because it's not, what, permanent. However... Um, Please, like, you're scaring me. Now, that is not to say that if you are naturally born with color, co- color contacts, colored yeah. eyes, <laughs> that you're scaring me. Because you might look striking, but it's not scary. And that's my opinion. Striking and scary are not the same. When you wear color contacts, I have so many questions. And I know that I should mind my business because I preach that a lot. But when you're looking Face at me with your eyes, like, how can Face I mind my business? <laughs> how can I mind my business when you're looking at me with your color contacts? Like, how, how where, where else should I look? So it's, it's, it's a lot. And then I get scared that some of these women will go and do what Tiny did, you know, T.I.'s wife. And she got them like permanently, her eyeballs permanently That's lightened. So but yeah, I, I just don't feel, don't feel like 
you have to go to the Halloween store in July and get great contacts. <laughs> Don't feel like you have to. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, you're so yeah. buff. And the thing is, your dark brown eyes or your hazelnut eyes or your nearly black eyes, black eyes. they're so buff. They're so buff. Like, you look, you look, you look good. You look good. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I know it's about how you feel on the inside. If you want to change it up and one day you want to be, you know, looking like, I don't know, whatever you're looking like, then okay. 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 What was your, your next it's, question? It, it comes from this whole idea of like, like eyes being better. And I'm just like, like I said, I'm bored. I'm yeah, bored. There was that YouTube family where um, they're both black, the mum and the dad. And then they were saying like, they hope their kid gets like light eyes because one of them has like has like a lighter brown eyes and then um she calls them pretty eyes when they're like not dark brown so like blue or green or anything and then obviously like people were like um brown eyes can be pretty and she was like guys not being funny but like who that has brown eyes has, has ever been complimented on their eyes and I was like bitch every day <laughs> like what do you mean like, like- it, it was just so sad to hear because that do you having a child that, that they bring into the world like what the yeah, fuck yeah like your child can hear you <laughs> yeah for real but yeah contacts are temporary end of the day and you know me I'm here for temporary things because they're temporary all that niggas <laughs> <laughs> anyways moving on so the final question I, I, I want to ask you and I still this from this um, YouTube series called What's Underneath Project um, it's by two white women, but um, they do, they have done a um, special series on black women actually. Anyways, never here nor there. I digress. Um, what in your body makes it a good place to be? Come on. <laughs> like, what in your body? What what is it about your body that makes it a good place to be? Uh, um, do you mean? Because mm, I don't find the question. Does it mean why oh. do I like my body? No, like for example, well, yeah, it could be like, why do you like your body? For example, for me, what makes my body a good place to be, or like, is that it's it's experienced so much trauma, but it's still mm. here. Like, it's it's okay. still with me. It hasn't it hasn't it hasn't shut down on me. <clears throat> yeah, it hasn't shut down on me. So that's for me is why it's a good place to be. Why it feels like a home. Why, you know. Honestly, I would say mine is a bit like maybe more corny than that, but honestly, just that it's mine. Like, Mm. because growing up, um, I took a lot longer to develop than my friends. And I was always told by family and like elders, oh, um, it's funny, like your friends look like real women and you look like a little girl. Mm -hmm. And when I still got older and wasn't having like big, big curves when I was like maybe like 18 or so, I was thinking, what, so only real women have curves? Like, what about Mm -hmm. smaller girls? Are we not, are we fictional? Mm. (laughs) I didn't understand. So obviously i have more curves now that's right <laughs> i've just grown up so my body my weight fluctuates but i feel like um when i'm small like having a small frame like mm-hmm. that's me like you can call me a fictional character if you want to but i'm actually a real woman so that's yeah. what i 
That's what I'll say. Amen to that. Amen to that. Caribbean <laughs> people, they just the things that the, the things they say to us as young women in Caribbean families, it's really fucked up sometimes. It's I'm mad. just like, you lot need to. I, if I have a child and I swear to God, any member of my family wants to move mad, I'm going to move mad. I'm like, fully, yeah. you cannot. But yeah, that was today's today's segment. We chopped up a bit about plastic surgery. surgery. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Same. I have things on one... my non-bucket list that I'll never do. <laughs> <laughs> I have one um one big up um before we like round off um so if you don't follow black women radicals on socials i would like definitely follow their instagram page they provide just loads of different information about black women radicals you know um throughout history from all across uh the diaspora um they have published a caribbean feminisms reading list um which we will share in the show notes um and yeah it's just got loads of like video links on on um events that they've held um Naya and I actually attended one which was called Caribbean Women and Knowledge Production so you can watch that online um big ups to my brethren uh, uh, Dr Kessawa John because she is now a doctor, doctor. So yeah, hey, she's a doctor out here um yeah and you can you can um, take a look at the list you can run through some really good resources actually they've got videos they've got everything videos images um essays literature reports that is just and do you know what i just big love to black women on just making sure that there are free resources for their for us to access like Mm. yeah black women radicals you lot are doing a great job um so yeah we'll share that i have a question it goes back to plastic surgery Mm. um (laughs) you said I was like, mm. <laughs> uh, if you if you want to go down the route of surgery when you're go when you're transitioning, if you're transgender, does that come under? It doesn't come under the NHS, does it? You have to pay for that yourself or and go I private, mean, right? Do, yeah, I, I don't mm-hmm. actually know the actual info on that, but I believe you do have to pay for it yourself. Yeah, which I think is yeah. Yeah, I agree because I think that because I know you have to have independent doctors. Um, like go through counseling with you before you're allowed to even you know start hormones and then wh- whatever step yeah, follows that, that but i think if you, if you get on t- yeah if you get yeah definitely oh my gosh the fact that we have to say like you've got to be a certain age people think like five-year-olds are transitioning that's not happening like five-year-olds aren't having bottom surgery i don't know like where you, where people are getting <laughs> this information from but anyway <laughs> like stop it but yeah um i do believe that's um that surgery to quote unquote correct um dysphoria then that should be funded Brilliant. but yeah just thought i'd add that Definitely. in yes right do you want to take us take us away yeah i will so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. as always please tell the people what went well for you this week your successes big or small my my success and this is this might not come as a, be a success but my success is um realizing that I needed to take time away from friends from family and putting my phone on do not disturb and actually taking an honor in that time to recenter myself that was one of my successes this week um do not disturb yeah. is a fantastic feature I cannot oh, celebrate it enough thank you <laughs> like whoever whoever was like yeah we need this thank you god bless you amazing 
Um, yeah. What about you? Hmm. Yeah. So, what was successful? I, as many of you may know by now, my car is my happiness. As sad as that may be, it is what it is. We're here now. Um, <laughs> it's a nice car, to be honest. I mean, that's not it. <laughs> I have to get um, MOT done. Also, a couple oh, couple things are happening. I noticed um, the battery light came on. I don't want to think about it. So I finally called the garage and I was like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm bringing in my car, you know. And I know it sounds like a really small thing, but to be, you know, separated from my car, even mid pandemonium, like it's actually a, a, a big feat for me to like call, book it in. I know that I'm going to be sans vehicle for a little bit. So um. <laughs> you have a vehicle, it's your two foot then. Okay. So um, for me, taking that off my to do list was a success. And can I just say, yeah, people that say things like, oh, I don't know why this girl's so attached to her car. You weren't born um, on wheels. It's like, no, but when you're putting prams and buggies, like, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> like, obviously. <laughs> Obviously, we were we've been carried around, we've been pushed around. Like it's it is that's the life I was living. I don't know what were you guys <laughs> what were you guys doing? You didn't walk when you came out of the womb, did you? Let me live. Me. But yeah. Just adulting, yeah, basically. That was my success. Well done, B. I know Thanks. how painful it is for you to be apart from your, yes. your car. Your baby. Yes. Oh, Heaven. thank you again for listening guys to oh we're getting up to nearly like three digits oh my gosh of listens so it's really nice that you guys are actually listening um so yeah thank you Tanaya Yard wash your hand not no one's going anywhere anyway yeah you shouldn't be use this time to um you know take your car in for a service if your garages are open I invite you to sit and write a list of all the things that you love about your body especially to all my black women out there you sit and do that sis like just do it yeah i mean if you're going to do something please make it temporary do you know what i mean like <laughs> it's it's like listen if you get your nails done and listen r.i.p getting your nails oh, done in I'm, this parallelogram i miss it so much but would you get permanent acrylics no no you wouldn't i mean and if I you're know, saying you would yeah you know that you know people would do you know what? i actually miss us being together in the office and all you could hear was <laughs> they must have hated i mean they do hate and the thing is we did it to be extra as well i can type quietly yeah, if i want to if i want to be quiet i can um but yeah you wouldn't get permanent acrylics because like that wouldn't be no like it wouldn't be healthy oh, like, we need to do stay. a poll we need to do a poll now we need to do a poll um guys check our instagram at some point this week in the stories we're going to do a poll would it's you get true. permanent acrylics i feel like post pandemic people are going to be like yeah because if boris ever tries to tell me i can't get my nails done again i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, thanks for listening. For guys. In. Um, keep on tuning in, write a review if your spirit tells you to. Oh yeah, for real. Love and about that until six episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.